Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. Man, we had an awesome time this weekend with the Jesus Loves You Revival. It was a revival where we were reaching out to the community and let them know, come on, the church is open for business. Hallelujah. So you come and join us every Sunday, 1130 a.m. at 1609 Avanti Street, Roar, Colorado, 80010 in the Village Exchange Center building. Yes, the Village Exchange Center. You heard me. That's where we exchange love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to get into today's message, pray, and then I will give you the title. Matthew 16, 21 through 23. From that time forth began Jesus to shew unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes, be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him, began to rebuke him, saying, Be far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father, dear Lord. Only person that will ever be in front of me, Father, is the Lord my God, Father, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Because you have the authority and the place to be first in my life, Father, dear Lord, hallelujah, because I put my trust in everything, Father, dear Lord, that you do because you are the will of my will, Father, and we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name, amen. Well, the title of today's message is Never Tell Satan to Get Behind You. See, Satan is a great adversary of the church. He is clearly opposed to the will of God being accomplished in the earth. For the record, the way God chooses to accomplish his will in the earth is through people like you and I. See, God works through us by his choice and design to fulfill his plan. And as we do his will, I say it again, as we do his will, he accomplishes his plan in the earth. See, Satan knows this and brings us to a statement Jesus made in Matthew. Get behind me, Satan. This is a very interesting statement because he was speaking to his disciple Peter at the time. That alone should lead us to ask a question. What is the meaning and context of Matthew 16:23? Get behind me, Satan. One thing we know for sure, one understanding of this verse is that Satan's agenda does not line up with God's agenda. It didn't then and it doesn't now. However, as we look closer, I believe there are some other truths that will unfold. Let's go to Luke 10, 19. Behold, I said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power. Uh Uh-huh of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's from the King James Version. See, Satan is subject to us. We rule over Satan because of the redemptive works of Jesus. Now, that's a good place to give me a hallelujah, praise the Lord. See, Satan does not belong behind us. Even before Jesus defeated him at the cross 
and he said he would in Genesis. Let's go to Genesis 3, 14 through 15. The Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon the belly, ah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days, come on, of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel, King James Version. He put Satan under our feet. Praise the Lord. I'll say it again. He put Satan under our feet. Now we'll go to Revelations 1, 5 through 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us, washed us from our sins in his own blood and have made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And that's also the King James Version. So we can make decrees against Satan knowing that God has already enforced it. Job twenty-two twenty-eight. Thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine up on thy ways. King James Version. See God confirmed our authority over Satan. Ephesians 1 21 through 23. Far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness that filleth all in all. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, King James Version. So if all things, including Satan, uh-huh, are under his feet, uh-huh, and we are his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all because of our oneness with Jesus. John 17, 17 through 22. Sanctify them. I said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth, and thou hast sent me into the world. Even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou giveth me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then Satan belongs also under our feet as a member of the body of Christ, his church, under our feet, not behind us. Come on, y'all. I said, under our feet and not behind us. See, Jesus told Satan to get behind him. Luke 4, 8, and Jesus answered him and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, I'm in agreement with that, because only one, hallelujah, that I shall worship is the Lord thy God, and only him shall I serve. Because this was not yet the appointed time for Jesus to put Satan under his feet, 
get thee behind me, and that verse simply means to go away, get lost, be gone. That is why Satan ignored him and tempted him again. Luke 4, 9, And he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on a pinnacle of the temple, said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. So telling Satan to get behind me is not really exercising our authority over him. I'll say it again. Telling him to get behind us is not really exercising our authority over him. We must command him as we know to submit to us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We must decree against him after submitting to the authority of the Lord that we can have expectancy to speak to that mountain uh huh, in the name of Jesus and command it to be made a plain and it shall be by the authority in the name of Jesus given to us as a royal scepter. Come on, y'all. Y'all need to be jumping for joy. See, I personally do not see any reason why the severity of the rebuke shall be of any alarm. Uh-huh. Get thee behind me as Jesus putting the suggestions of Satan who had whispered this idea to Peter out of the way. It's the same as saying, be gone, Satan. Ha ha. In Matthew 14, the only difference is that when Jesus said, be gone, the devil was tempting Jesus to do something wrong. In this instance, Satan was trying to get Jesus not to do something he must. Therefore, the devil was standing directly in front of Christ. Straight path. Ah, help us, Lord. He must get behind him if Jesus was to continue his mission. On the other hand, had Peter, on the other hand, Peter was considering only the outward part, hallelujah, of his suffering with the same and scandal that it would cause and did not think of it according to faith. Ironically, he had just made his confession of faith, which shows how easy a spiritual view can be turned into a carnal one. With the devil seizing upon the weakness of our ignorance uh, to insert his own suggestion through even godly men. That's why we need your help, Lord. Clearly, this was one of the most evil suggestions offered to Jesus by any man. Thus, it was from the devil. One of the great keys to overcoming temptation is to remove it from in front of you. Temptation that you steadily keep in front of you will be the temptation that will eventually subcome you. This has been happening since the garden. Think of Adam and Eve and the tree. Think of Samson and Delilah. Remember David and Bathsheba. We cannot keep temptation ever in front of us and think we can stand up to it. Hallelujah. That will not happen. Remember 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation, I said none, has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide, I hallelujah, a way out so that you can endure it. Here is a simple piece of advice regarding temptation. Look for the blinds and look for the door. Either get the temptation out of your sight by closing the blinds, or if you can't, then remove yourself from it, exit through the door. If you can't remove the temptation, then remove yourself 
God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we just thank you for another successful day of being in your presence, Father, dear Lord. We thank you as you strengthen us in our weakness, Father, because you do not make nothing weak, Father. You only make strong and mighty things because you said not only are we a conquerors, we are more than conquerors. In Jesus' name, amen.